Hello, 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 party people. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the that's how that's what greeting pops into my head when we do this. Is that from Madagascar? Mm. Is it from anything? Party people. I just Not picture that I like think King of. Julian yeah, saying, I mean, like, hello, hello, party people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I picture happening. That's amazing. No, I don't think it's from anything. I don't know. You guys out there, let me know if it's from something. T- tell us. Tell us. I'm sure some character has uttered it on some TV show or movie at one point. But when I said it, I was not referencing anything. You were just like, I'm hilarious. Yeah, not (laughs) actually. I was like, this is lame, but it's fine. (laughs) I live in my lameness and I'm okay with it. Same. Uh, I don't live in your lameness. I live in mine. And I'm also okay with it. Um, Uh, Welcome to another episode of Make Him Known. Woot woot. Um, across from me is is uh, is Anna. That is true. And and, my, and I'm Becky. And across from me is Becky. It's crazy how and that I'm works. Anna. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we are already starting this podcast in a uh, moment of praise because yes. moments ago it is currently what time is it? It's nine twenty-five at night. <laughs> yeah, in the and evening. We definitely meant to start sooner, yeah. but we started like recording, and we always test the sound. And there was this like massive, massive fuzz, yeah. and it was like hurting like a, our ears. Like imagine almost. listening to us right now, but there being like a <laughs> yeah, but like worse yeah. than that and yeah. more annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so. I even right now they're like I just turned it off yeah (laughs) we've given up already um but it was very annoying and we didn't know how to get rid of it and I even called Jonathan and I said Jonathan I need your help please and he suggested some things and it didn't work and I was like okay Lord I don't know why I didn't talk to the Lord first but like I was praying the whole time I mean I was praying but I was also like Jonathan will be the one I was like just show us yeah, and what then I was is. like, okay, Lord, let's, come on. Like, yep. it's getting late. We got to start recording. Yep. And then and I just fiddled with, with some knobs, and he did shoot up. So shoot it up. works, and there is no yeah. fuzz. At least there better not be. Yeah, if there if there's is. there's fuzz, do not, do not Don't tell add us. us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and hopefully that this sounds better than it's ever sounded yeah, before. Yeah, this is the best sounding yeah podcast you've ever heard in your entire life and i'm going to take a picture of the board because we want to do this again amen hallelujah i've already taken took it took i've already taken pictures of the board before but anyways apparently but every time, time it's different this but this time. is it yeah anyways there is a good times a lot of rambling but we are very thankful we are so literally thank you, lord for yeah. showing up um one other quick side note before we move into fun facts was that our last episode was called grace and mercy mm-hmm. or mercy grace and mercy grace it was and grace mercy. and mercy mm-hmm. and um this morning actually the lord reminded me of an example that i wanted to use like a while ago but yeah. i just completely forgot um sorry i burped a little bit um but i had a recurring payment that comes out. I'm not going to say what it was for, for the sake of the company, but I had a recurring payment that like always comes out every month um, off of our MasterCard. And so every month I always like pay the MasterCard a certain amount because I know that it's going to come out. And I guess I had somehow missed that it it had been coming out. So for like last year for like, Honestly, the majority of the year, I think it was from like March to November, it wasn't coming out and I didn't notice it. Yeah. And the people 
also didn't notice it because they had like switched over like uh, payments or something yeah. like that payment people pay- payment people yeah. yeah party people payment um people. yeah hello party people payment people <laughs> um so they had missed it as well i guess so it was like um it was both of our faults really yeah because like i should have been able to notice it yeah being an adult who pays bills <laughs> um but they also should have noticed it being the company that takes my money um or also adults also adults yeah. yeah so it was just one of those like mix-ups but it was like gonna be over a thousand dollars that i was gonna have to like lump sum pay them and i was like almost in tears because mm. i was like how does one just find a thousand dollars to yeah. just be like, oh yes, here you here go. You go. Um, we did not have that, yeah. nor were we like wanting yeah. to take from savings. You know, like yeah. it wasn't one of those things. Anyways, but they they just said, oh, um, we just we'll just start paying from this month forward. Yeah. And so I didn't have to go back and pay all that money, and I was like, Lord, that's grace. Yeah. Like they fully extended an yep. extreme amount of grace yeah. to me. Because that was supposed to be... dollars worth of grace. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. was like, whoa. Yeah. Thank you. Really like, cool. I just felt so, so grateful. It's um, a very tangible example. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yes. So, anyways, that was incredible. That's cool. Um, I feel very grateful and I feel like it was a good example of grace. Yes. Yep. It was. Okay, um, Anna, hit us with your fun fact. My fun fact works really well with today's episode. And it's that on this day that this podcast episode comes out it will be my one year anniversary of living in my apartment because that's june 1st june 1st baby that's actually my two-year anniversary of living in our apartment what yeah we moved june 1st are you serious i mean i'm not joking what why have we never talked about this i'm not sure that's wild i always thought you moved in july that's what everyone keeps saying and i'm like no no but anyways yeah yeah, so I've that's I've, wild. That's we've so been cool. living in this place for two years, nice. and you've been here for one, one year. year. Yep, and I haven't burnt it down yet. That's pretty good. Yeah, that would be very unfortunate. It would be. There's other people who live here. <laughs> you did burn the race, though. I did. Yeah, that's a whole story. <laughs> it's we've come close a couple of times. <laughs> yep. No, I'm I'm literally like I can't believe that it's been a year, but. My plan is to die in this apartment because I never want to oh move ever my again. Word. <laughs> Anna says like blanket statements like that uh, all the time. Yep. My it's favorite movie Anna will never, never change. change. And that it you know has. What? You know what? I just like to live confidently and say the things out loud and God can do whatever he wants. In a year them. from today, you're going to be moving. Don't say that. Okay. Sorry. I take Don't it back. give him ideas. <laughs> he doesn't need me to give him ideas. Sometimes I think. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, dear. No, I love my apartment. I, I, I still, I literally still, the reason it feels new and like it hasn't been a year is because I still walk in sometimes and open the door and just like look at it and just like grin from ear like, to ear being I like, live I here. live here. Yeah, yeah you're legit. still dreaming a little bit. I am. I think I'll maybe forever be dreaming. So yeah, I love That's it. That's really sweet. Mm-hmm. That's hit us, good. Hit us with your fun fact because your fun fact is not that you're no, it's two not year our anniversary. two year anniversary. We always build off of each other's fun facts and I love it. Yeah, it's because we kind of always talk about ourselves yeah not <laughs> always just doing I mean, the fun fact portion but most times um mm. okay my fun this fact isn't make us known becky yeah this not yet not known. yet <laughs> um my fun fact is that i am a hundred percent team iphone slash apple mm. um i have some people are 
having really opinionated thoughts right I now. I know. And they're like, oh, we can't listen to this <laughs> podcast anymore. <laughs> no, I've had an iPhone for years. I've had a MacBook for years. I just recently got an iPad. I mean, I had one before, but then I switched yeah. it to get a bigger one. Um, I've got AirPods. Like, I... Dang. And a lot of those things, actually, I didn't buy myself. They were gifted. Nice. Actually, just the AirPods. Well, no, the iPad. Yeah. I sold my other iPad that was gifted to me in order yeah. to buy this one. So, I still consider there this one my gifted iPad. Yep. Um, anyways, uh, so... Um, yeah, I just really like iPhones. I love how they're all connected. And uh, Apple products are just great. There you go. i um to build off of earlier because i feel like i can't just like leave it at that i have to also give my (laughs) opinion on it yeah tell us your fun fact point too i um i am not sold on either i think that in a world that was better we would just have one type of electronic and it would make life so much simpler but I've been told that I'm an idealist, so that's never going to happen. <laughs> but I have a like PC laptop, which I love. I used to be Mac. I remember I have, the day you switched I and know. I was like, are you sure? Yeah, and I'm still positive. And I have an iPhone right now and I'm pretty sure I'm going Android next phone. Yeah, which literally so. is like, I don't know how you can do that. Yeah, I've, I there's just, been a lot of things that have been super annoying. So that's why. Yeah. But anyways it is what it is so it's i think we have a good balanced view like we have an apple product sitting here right now and a pc so yeah we're uh fun balance keeping it yeah so that everyone listening no matter what your opinion you're you represented can, here you today can, you can find yourself at home oh my and make him known <laughs> let's pray and get started yes on that it. note Woo! segue uh, um lord thank you so much for uh, who you are mm. and for your goodness and your mercy and your grace and your kindness and your love and the joy that you give us. And uh, yeah, we just thank you, Lord, for uh, yeah, just the joy that life is when we live it with you. And I thank you, Father, for this podcast. And I thank you for sustaining it and just being with us. I thank you for answering prayers, Mm. even tangibly tonight in preparation. Thank you, Lord, for doing those things. Um, Thank you for opening our eyes to see you at work, and I just pray that you would continue to do that. Thank you, Lord, for being a faithful God who loves us, despite all of our faults, all of our failures, that you just love us, and we thank you for that. Um, And we pray tonight, Lord, that you would just go before us, Uh, you would take these things that are on the screen that we're going to talk about and that you would just uh, help people to learn more about you through these things, help people to love more of you through these things, help us to love you more through this podcast. And um, we just pray ultimately that you would be made known and that you would be glorified and that, yeah, that you would just be made famous. We love you, Lord. And, um, We're just excited to talk about you. And so we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I was waiting. I thought you were going to say amen first. Oh, sorry. So I was like, uh, anyways. What I was waiting for was all that's in my head right now is home, home on the range where the deer. Is that from Madagascar? (laughs) Just Definitely not. (laughs) Um, So we are going to talk about home houses houses homes and the way that i thought about this was actually because in my 
old home when i was when jonathan and i were first married we were in a basement apartment and our small group that started just before we were married would go to different places and like meet at different people's homes Mm -hmm. and people came to our home and we just started this uh Bible study thing called Rooted. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those U version, oh, U version yeah. Bible study things. Yep. And parts of it were cheesy, like they always are. Yep. But other parts, like through our conversations, um, they were really impactful. And this is this was something that we kind of talked about. Mm. And I was like, I, I've thought about it ever since. Like that was over two years ago. Yeah. And I, obviously, because it was in our old home and yeah. we lived in our new yep. home for two years. There so you go. it's just crazy how like the Lord has almost sustained this thought in my mind of being like, let me be your home. Yeah. (laughs) So it's cool. So, um, I, I first wanted to just chat about like our first thoughts of when we think of home and Google gave us three definitions. Cause I literally was like, Google, ah, define home. Yeah. Um, and it's, it can be like decide, defined as a place where you live so like the physical place of home which makes sense the physical structure um within which one lives which is basically the same thing but like the actual house or the apartment um a dwelling place together with the family or social unit that occupies it um a household which i thought that was cool because i know even for jonathan he lived with like Four right. other young adults, so yeah. he, that was his home. Yeah, but it was like his whole home yeah. was all those people. Yeah, so it wasn't just that. Yeah, he lived in that house. It's like his yeah. whole home was those. Yeah, those persons. Um, home can also be like a state of mind or a place in your heart. I was just thinking as you were saying this. It's funny how like we always go through this, but then thoughts pop into my mind that don't like the first time going through it yeah but I don't know if you have this but no matter where I am I call the place that I'm going to sleep that night my home Hmm. so like if we're on vacation I'm like oh are we are we going home now like as like that could be the hotel or like oh when I'm in New Brunswick like are we going home it's to my grandparents house or if I'm sleeping over at a friend's house like that night we're hanging I'm like oh are we going home like I just adopt home really quickly yeah which I don't think maybe a lot of people necessarily do and we'll get into that like a little bit later too like more your mindset of home but I was just thinking how I basically call wherever I am sleeping that night that home. is home yeah 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 that's cool I never yeah. thought about that yeah I know for a lot of people like they still have their childhood homes right. or for you you have your parents home right so I know a lot of times I mean when you were moving yeah like especially a year ago when you were like it was transitioning, very confusing <laughs> you would either say my home yeah or my parents home yeah but at the beginning you were kind of just like home oh yeah. wait I mean like, I my still struggle with that yeah. like I will invite people over and they'll be like wait your house or your parents house and I'm like right yes or like <laughs> I'll be telling someone a story from the past right. when I did live at their house and I would be like oh yeah I went home and then I'm like I went to my parents home but I but like I was living there at that point I'm also someone who tends to over explain things so yeah. I'm like it's still confusing because it's like it if for me it feels like there's way more than one place that I consider home yeah to a degree yeah. you know and that's so interesting and that in and of itself is such a blessing yes because I know for me like our we don't have our childhood home yeah like it was sold Same. and like I don't have any like if my mail still went there yeah. I would not be getting it right whereas I know like with right. your parents 
parents home if your mail was sent there you could still get it which it still is a lot of the time <laughs> yeah so it's just like so it's a different yeah. kind of home yeah, in a sense totally. right like i i every time i move i have to change my address yeah. because if it's literally not that address yeah, i'm not getting not, anything yeah so like home is just such a different thing and i know like for me I think I care less about where I live right. and more about like the home being a state of mind or a place in my heart. Right. Because, because and that's probably because I don't have my childhood home. Right. My dad doesn't live with, like he yeah. lives in someone else's home yeah. that doesn't feel like home to me. Yeah. But to me, like Jonathan feels like home. Right. So if we're in our apartment here or there or wherever, like he feels like home. Yeah. So it's just interesting how this like idea of home can even be almost like abstract. Yeah, totally. Metaphorical. Totally. Or not. Yeah. Metaphysical. Metaphysical. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Also metaphorical. Metaphysically speaking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's very true. Because I even think like you can feel at home at someone else's house. And people always say oh make yourself feel at home yeah and very rarely do they actually mean it yeah you know to me making myself at home is like allowing myself to poo in your bathroom (laughs) i'm just gonna put that out there um and there are some people's bathrooms that Mm. i've never i've never pooped in there are only two places on this planet that i feel 100 percent comfortable going to the bathroom like specifically number two or just at all oh okay three actually i just realized my apartment my parents house and the church okay i yeah. mean that's good yep okay my my place of work and my two homes yes there we go <laughs> yeah oh dear so, don't worry guys this is not what the entire episode is yeah about. not at all um but yeah feeling at home is it's just like such a a tangible thing that makes sense sometimes yeah. and other times it's like oh yeah i don't feel at home here yeah. which is okay like yeah. it doesn't have to be everywhere yeah um i think also like growing up i don't know about you but like we talked about like if i was at like youth group or something i would talk about like my home life or right. my school life or right. my friend life i would almost like compartmentalize things yeah. to be like oh yeah my home life right now isn't very good but my right. school life is great right yeah i always heard it said i think from like other people's perspectives like kids who were like getting a lot of trouble at school i remember at a young age like someone explained to me like oh their home life isn't super great mm. and i was like oh yeah. okay like interesting yeah. or even church life people talk about church life yeah, yeah 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 um and i think it's just interesting how people can grow up in a good home versus a bad home yeah and that almost always has nothing to do with the house no like the physical building yeah yeah nothing no, not at it all. always has to do with the people that yes. you're with the household of yeah. people um and i know so many people who've who've had such a good home life have grown up like extremely yeah. blessed yeah. and like extremely lucky or some people who've really struggled with yeah. their home life or really struggled just with home the idea of home yeah. in general yeah um i know so many people who have like um been in and out of foster care mm. and their home was never a sure thing no and i know people who even have had a home where they can call home and make a home yeah and yet still struggled to be there, there. or be comfortable yeah, yeah and actually like 
be make yeah. that their home because they, they never it's just hard they i don't think they had a solid foundation of it growing up so they're like when you say make yourself feel at home like their definition of home is different than yours so they don't yeah. have a warm fuzzy feeling when they think of home right yeah yeah and then being at home it like potentially doesn't even exist yeah like because people people struggle with that yeah and and like creating a home is important but it is something that you have to do like I know when I started living with Jonathan it wasn't always easy like obviously there's those classic single person problems of like he leaves the toilet seat up or he doesn't put uh he doesn't change the toilet roll whatever or whatever it might be but like just those things are actual issues like they can be really annoying and like learning to live with a roommate or a spouse or whoever it might be like that can be really hard but you have to learn to create that home yeah because if you don't you're never gonna feel at home yeah in your home yeah yeah and i even think of like those who had a good home life growing up like a good childhood that wasn't for the most part, I would say just, oh, it just happened to turn out that way. Like it means that it was built, it it was built and it was intentional. And I remember when we moved, as you guys know, if you've listened to my stories with friends or any of our podcasts, (laughs) I was not thrilled to move here. And it was, it was because of the people, right? Like for Mm -hmm. me, people are home. Like if you offered to pay for me to like move to Disney World, which you should also know is my favorite place on the planet, basically, but I had to go by myself, I'd be like, nope, like, like people are the thing. Like when people have no problem moving, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, and not moving houses, but moving communities. Right, right. Because I was like, when we were moving from Beamsville to Newmarket, if we could have just brought everyone from Beamsville, it would have been totally fine. Yeah. I don't care where I am in the world. I just want my people to be there, right? And so I remember when we moved and like my mom and I one night, like both just like broke down because she felt like bad that... I didn't feel at home there. Mm. And part of it was missing our actual physical house. Like I loved the house that I grew up in. Yeah. Um, and then part of it was like the people and just all the change and everything. But it was interesting because I remember her saying something like, I want you to feel at home here. But I think she actually very much meant the physical house. Mm. She wanted to do what she could to make this physical house somewhere I wanted to be, which yeah. I thought was really interesting because she is a homemaker like that's what she she's been a stay-at-home mom my entire life and she loves hospitality and stuff like that so it was just an interesting like when she worded it that way I'll never forget that yeah 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 and that's so interesting because like you said it is such an intentional thing yeah and it isn't to be taken lightly and I know like even when I go into other people's homes like every home is different they yes. all have their different quirks yeah um but that makes them who cool. they are yeah you know which is so sweet and I'm yeah. like so excited to continue to live with Jonathan and continue to make our house yeah. a home yeah or like if we move to another place like make yeah. that house a home and like our home is always made a little bit more homey in our eyes well in my eyes not Jonathan's but like because our bathroom has like a a bunch of poop signs and like (laughs) that's just part of me you know and like your home might have things like that but also might not like it's different right so it's just interesting how creating a home could come by putting things up on the walls or like could come by 
how you're hosting or if yeah. you're hosting or yeah. whatever that might be. It's it, yeah. Now that you say that, like it's very home is not the same to every single person. Yeah. Like not, I don't mean based on like how you define it based on how you grew up. But I mean like what a cool house looks like to you is very different Yeah. because I have so many friends who come over to my place and they're like, I'm going to pass out because I'm over so overstimulated yeah. by all the things in your house. And I'm like, I love it so much. <laughs> like you can't tell what color the walls are because they're covered in photos and art. And like, I've wanted my entire life to be able to decorate a home. And like my parents always let me decorate my room however I wanted, but I'm very different than the rest of them, like artistic and an extrovert and like all of these things. So um, I was just so excited to move out and like make things my own own and I love when people come over like the first time Illy ever came over she like walked in and was like this is so you mm-hmm. and I was like that's literally the greatest compliment I've ever received in my entire life like <laughs> yes thank you so yeah. much like yeah so it's yeah the intentionality of it definitely needs to be there yeah, yeah. Um, and another aspect of, of home, I guess, before we really jump into this metaphor is like what it looks like to be comfortable at mm. home. Because like I said, you can be comfortable at someone else's home. And, um, I, when I first moved out, yep. When I first moved out, yeah. um, I had a basement apartment that I shared with a friend and, um, I absolutely loved it. It was one of my favorite homes that I've ever had. And I, I felt like the Lord just allowed me in that season of life to really make it a home and a home that other people could feel at home in. Um, I loved that people would walk right in. I would leave the doors unlocked and like on Mondays, was it always, always Mondays? I think so. Okay. I didn't know whether it was Mondays at the end, but it was Thursday. Anyway, so Mondays would be like, um, homework days. Yeah. So people who had homework with school or like just literally other things to do, everyone would just come over to my house. Yeah. There'd be like six or seven people sometimes. Yeah. If not more, like it was great. There were some that were really busy. I missed that Um, phase of life. So do I. Um, and so they're like, people would just know, okay, Becky gets home from class at like 12. Yeah. So anytime after 12, we're good to come over. Yeah. So people would just walk in at yep. random times. And then when they have to leave, they would just leave. Like yep. it was just like, okay, we know that this is a place that we can best. come. It was great. So I love that people would just walk right in because that to me was like, okay, they feel comfortable yeah. here and they feel at home. I loved when people would like, help themselves to snacks or food in the drink. I always had, or in, in the kitchen. Um, I always had, uh, frozen pizzas that we have like for dinner. So I'm like, okay, who's hungry for pizza? Or I'd have cheese strings or like, um, not those bubblies, but seven up. What were those seven up? Uh, I love them and they don't have them anymore. Flavored seven up drinks. Flavored they were literally amazing. Oh, I'd always so make good. sure I'd have those. Um, and people would just come right in and take yeah. a drink and grab some food and say, can I have a cheese string? But most times people wouldn't even ask. They would just go so and take good. a sh- cheese string. Yep. So I love that people were at least feeling at home enough to be able yes. to do that. I know many people pooped in that apartment, so people <laughs> felt comfortable enough to do that. Oh, um, dear. I also loved... And this was the one that almost made me cry and it still does sometimes, but I loved that people would feel comfortable enough to fall asleep at like at my house on the couch. I agree. Or whatever. That is a sign of being completely comfortable. Like I, 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 I feel like everyone I know 
who came over yeah. fell asleep in that apartment. Yeah. Like, I feel like I have pictures of you sleeping oh, on the couch. I slept. Yeah. I know Shannon slept. Yeah. Nolan Barkey is the one who I think of for who slept. Yeah. And he was the one who almost made me cry. Yeah. Because I was like, he feels comfortable here. Yeah. And that just warmed my heart so much. Yeah. Anyways, so when people would like fall asleep i was like okay they feel at home they feel comfortable and it always just was so meaningful to me and i always remember you saying that and i was living at home at this point and was like so excited to have my own place one day and like i have that like vivid memory of you being like oh i love when people feel comfortable to fall asleep here and for me that moment in the same way happened at christmas time when my two friends sarah who you guys know from the podcast and aaron different aaron than that's been on this podcast yes, though yeah um sarah and aaron who were our junior high girls at one point but yeah. now they're like our peers because they're in young adults and we're like what um yeah. but at christmas time they were both home because it was christmas and they literally were talking to each other and i walked up to them at church and they just went um anna can we come over for supper at some point while we're home and i was like oh my goodness yes i was like i was so thrilled that they invited themselves over yeah. i was like and I officially live on my own. Like this yeah. is, it's official. Like I have a home. People feel comfortable. And then later that week, Sarah texted me and was like, um, could we also sleep over? And I was like, uh, yes. And I like asked her at first. I thought like she needed to sleep over cause of something that was like, whatever. cause yeah. like, Oh, she was like going to the church and I don't know, like out of vicinity or something. I don't know. Or her, like her parents were away. So she was just going to be her home alone by herself. It's like, Nope. She was just like, Oh, that would be fun. And she, and so she texted, can I, can I sleep over? And I was like, Oh uh, yeah, of course. And then she was like, can I also like can Aaron also sleep I'm like yeah obviously I'm not gonna be like hey Aaron get out Sarah you can stay and sleep That's over so sweet. it literally fulfilled so many lifelong dreams that I've had so yeah it was fantastic yeah I loved it 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 really it's just a sweet thing and I think home is is just one of those things that I know is tricky for some people yeah. but such a blessing for others and I think that's how this metaphor like that's why I love this metaphor because we can have Jesus as our home mm-hmm. regardless of what our actual home life has yes. been or our current home life has been yeah. like the Lord wants us to feel comfortable in him mm-hmm. he wants us to take refuge in him to find safety in him these are all things that you could hypothetically find or have in a home yeah. but he wants us to find those things in him yeah and i just feel like there's so many there's so many connections between having like a healthy encouraging loving home physical home to live in but also having a healthy encouraging and loving home in In jesus Jesus. like it's just so sweet 100 percent. yeah and the beauty of most metaphors is that where they fail in the real world they will never fail in jesus Hmm. you know like the the flaws of things in this world the flaws of home whether it's in your past or one day in your future like there's no we never know what's gonna happen right like i just found out about a pastor who used to be in the agc who just lost their house and everything they had in it to a fire out in Nova mm. Scotia and it's like I can't even imagine right but yeah. nothing can burn Jesus away like he <laughs> will like forever be there for them right yeah 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 which is crazy yeah yeah um and 
in John 15 verse 4, specifically in the message version, this is the John 15 is the passage where he's talking about being the true vine yeah. and how like the father is the gardener and he's going to prune the branches mm-hmm. that don't grow that do Bear. grow free do grow fruit. Yes, he prunes free, the ones, yeah. Prunes them so that they're going to grow more yeah. and then burns the ones that don't yes. grow fruit. Um and in the message version in verse four, it says, well, I think it actually starts by saying live in me. Mm. Um, and then it continues and it says, make your home in me just as I do in you. Yeah. And I just abide love in me that as I picture. Abide in you. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, make it like, what does it look like to make your home in Jesus? Yeah. And so this is where this whole idea came from. Yeah. And I just love the idea of being like, oh, I can be comfortable at home. Oh, Jesus wants me to be comfortable with him. Yeah. Like I don't have to have I don't have to feel shame or guilt yeah. because he loves me how I am. Yeah. He doesn't care if my life slash my home is, uh, is messy. Yeah. He wants me just as I am. Yeah. Whether I've done the dishes today or not, whether yeah. I did my laundry this week or not, like he just wants you yeah. just the way you are. And yeah. he loves you exactly that way. And it's just so sweet. Yeah. Yep. I know. I love it. Um, Another passage that has the same kind of idea is from Ephesians 3. And the the verse that I want to highlight is verse 17. 17. But, um, ah, sorry, I changed to ESV, but then it didn't actually change. Um, but the whole end of verse of chapter 3 is so good. So I'm going to read the whole thing yeah. and then like kind of go back to verse 17. Um, so verse 14 and 14 and and onward says, for this reason, I bow my knees before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Holy spirit in your inner being so that, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and height that's not the word height and depth it should be height that just it should breadth breadth <laughs> length height depth that's what it should be um mm. and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God and then it concludes with the, the very well-known passage that says, Now to him who is able to do far mm. more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Yeah. But verse 17 says, So that you may... Nope. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And just that idea of like Christ dwelling in our hearts. Yeah. Like in, in Sunday school, you always talk about, oh, are you going to invite Jesus into your heart? Yeah. But like he literally like that's where he wants to reside. Yeah. He wants to make his home in your heart. Yeah. And like, that's great for kids to understand. But yeah. like, do we understand that? Yeah. Sometimes I don't think we do. No. no. <laughs> and like there's power. Like yeah. the same power that was at work raising Christ from the dead. Yes. That same power lives in us. Yeah. And like, I think we forget that sometimes. Oh, most of the time. All the time. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. And so I think it's just such a beautiful thing to remember that we can be at home in Christ, but he is also at mm. home in us. Yep. And I, I think that kind of goes with like a very classic uh, metaphor of being like, 
being like i don't know why i'm speaking so weird today um but like welcoming jesus into every aspect of your life so if if you have the home of your heart if you will like maybe you'll let him into the living room Mm. but are you gonna let him into the office where in the closet is where you like keep everything or the laundry room where you those are the doors you close when people come over yeah you know but are you gonna let jesus into those rooms of your heart like um it's a very classic metaphor but it actually is oh yeah super applicable yeah totally and you think about like even the bible uses the metaphor of like a door like jesus is at the door and he's knocking like the door of your heart which is like your home like it's the center of everything that you are so he he wants to be a part of your life but also he wants to be in every single aspect of it like you don't need to hide anything from him right Yeah. yeah and i think like to put tangible examples to this, it's like, okay, I'll let Jesus into my living room, which is where I worship. I spend time with yeah. him, but he's not coming into my bedroom because that's where I hide all my sins. Yeah. It's like, no, let him give him access yeah. to everything because yeah. when you do, he will just blow you out of the water. Yeah. Like with his forgiveness and grace and mercy and love. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to feel shame about a lot of these things. Yeah. And it's so it's so yeah it's just so easy to get caught up in being like i can't let jesus in that area yeah. i just can't yeah because in, he won't love me anymore yeah. or whatever in the same way that we do with our actual homes like it actually drives me insane when people apologize for their messy houses sorry i like, do all the time i know you do and i'm <laughs> always like i don't care like i don't care like what do you think i'm gonna walk in and be like oh yeah this is too messy for me bye like it dr- it's a huge pet peeve of mine but it's a pet peeve of mine because i know the meaning behind it for a lot of people i think part of it is cultural you just think oh you apologize but you're not thinking about it but a lot of people are like so paranoid about what people think and it's like if they're truly your friends then they don't care right in the same way that jesus is like you do not need to clean your life up before you let me in and there's two aspects to that i think because there's the aspect of people who aren't believers yet and they're like oh well god wouldn't want me or just let me figure out like some of my crap first and like then i'll invite him in but then there's also the aspect of christians who are like They've already accepted him, but they've closed off certain doors, right, mm-hmm. to their rooms. And they're like, oh, like there's that one sin and I'm so ashamed of it. And like, I'm going to figure it out on my own. I'm going to clean it up first. And then I'll invite Jesus in and be like, look at this beautiful, pristine room. And he's literally standing at the door with like a mop and a bucket. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to clean it up. You're not going to clean it up. Like you're actually incapable of cleaning it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those friends that you have, I don't know if you did this when you were younger but like for with shannon for example if she had to clean her room or if i had to clean my yeah. room it would be like hey i gotta clean my room can you come over just to like yeah e- be external motivation yes because it's almost like if someone's like sitting on my bed i'm yeah. gonna actually do something yeah totally and then that's almost what jesus is like but yeah. jesus is like one of those friends who's actually like okay I'm, help I'm getting in let's yep. do this yep yeah gets his hands dirty yeah yep. totally yeah yeah um so i think like what tangibly what it looks like to have jesus as our home is like being comfortable to spend time with him grow with him living with him like i don't know why i'm so burpy i'm so sorry um but i think like when you enjoy your home you're gonna spend more time there 
Um, and I know for a lot of my life, I spent zero time at my home. Yeah. I would be out from the butt crack of dawn till yeah. it was dark. I'd sleep at my house and yeah. then I'd do it all over again. I would leave. And I know like enjoying home whether that's at my physical home or just home with Jonathan yeah like I want to spend more time at home yeah like sometimes if I have the option between hanging out with friends or being at home Mm -hmm. with just being home or with Jonathan I choose just being home yeah which is something that Becky would never do years ago but like being comfortable to spend time and grow with the Lord and and allowing him to just fully like live and be a part of your life is really such a beautiful thing and that's how christ can be made our home and i i was also thinking about like the intentionality of it too and we were talking about like people being comfortable i think there's always like certain people in your life that when you have them over you kind of feel like you need to entertain them Mm. not like in a like bad way but you would never just like sit in silence or just be like oh come over i'm gonna read a book like you do this kind of thing there's very few people in my life you and my family would be like the top ones where like I don't feel like I need to like be constantly talking, you know, whereas in with most other people in my life, like if there's an awkward silence, I'm like, oh, I think I have a question to talk about. You know what I mean? It's so awkward. And I always at Heritage, like got close to people and we would just we were living together. So you just lived life because you could not talk all the time because you would run out of things to talk about because you're constantly living together. And I think it's the same. We have to think about it in the same way with Jesus that like. He's just chilling on the couch like while you're doing stuff, right? He just wants because to be with you. He just wants to be with you and a part of everything. And sometimes I think people become paranoid thinking to live wholeheartedly for him means like I have to constantly be talking to him or constantly reading my Bible or constantly meditating. And it's like, no, you can glorify God and be in a relationship with him as you clean your bathroom or as you cook or as you read a book or as you listen to music, like whatever it is, because he's just like a friend who wants to feel comfortable at your house, right? Like you're just Mm -hmm. living life together yeah and all of those things can be acts of worship yeah exactly right like cleaning doing dishes can be an act of worship 100 that's i think how i need to start worshiping (laughs) the lord better (laughs) cleaning the the dishes dishes. yep yeah 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 um and i think like it's it's so interesting because like we are recording this podcast currently at your house because of the state of my house like it's not in a good place yeah um not that it's like disgusting but it's just not at a place where i'm like anna come on over and um and i i know that it needs work yeah and i think even even our relationship with the with the lord is the same thing yeah but i feel shame inviting you over not because i think you're gonna judge me but because like literally i just don't want you to be there yeah um and i think it's so easy to get caught up and feel that way about the lord and to feel shame about what we have yeah but he does not want us to feel this shame like he and i think we've briefly touched on this already but like he does not like there is no place in in his friendship and his relationship with you where shame would yeah. be happening there's no door of your home or your heart or however you want to use the metaphor that he would open and be like mm, rather not yeah. right like None. he he literally like walks in with confidence is like and yep. he's not surprised because, exactly i was gonna say he already knows what's behind the door like 
we're, we we li- we like listen to stories about Jonah where it's like I tried to hide from God and we're like you so stupid Jonah and then yeah. it's like oh wait I do that all the time yeah right maybe it's not that I'm like disobeying what he's specifically telling me but yeah. it's that I'm trying to avoid hide things. something yeah, yeah exactly yep yeah so true yeah. yeah I think for me the state of my home the messiness of it is often then the state of like my mind. So if my home is a, is a disaster, it's because I'm super busy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I don't necessarily feel shame about how messy it is. It's more, I haven't taken the time to be intentional in taking care of my home because I've allowed other things to become more important. And that often then reflects in my spiritual life as well. So like if it's crazy, like life is crazy and my home is a disaster, I'm probably also not spending time with God each day and waking up and reading my Bible and like doing all of these things. Because as we've said before, like being disciplined in one area leads to good discipline in another area. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's funny how like the physical look of my house often is also the spiritual look of my relationship with Jesus. Mm. Right. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I have to like, before I can actually even physically do anything, like I couldn't sit down and read my Bible. If like my house is a complete disaster, it's yeah. like, Oh, I need to clean things up and then I can like do stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 I feel like that can probably be true for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I'm literally like, okay, I just got to get things in order, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I think creating a home with Jesus, just like creating a home with anyone, it has to be intentional. And it's like, you have to learn to trust the Lord mm. with the big things, the big rooms and the little rooms yeah. and the rooms that have a lock on them. Like, and it, it all starts with just trusting him with a little bit and then being like, oh, there was a lot of love and there yeah. wasn't a whole lot of shame there. Like, yeah. maybe I can test him in this room. Yeah. I can show him this room yeah you know and so just trusting him with your heart is like that's it's a huge step to making him your home yeah and like relying on him and then that also goes with trusting and believing yeah but like that he's gonna take care of you yeah he wants he loves you and like he wants to be able to love you yeah and i think sometimes we are the barriers to accepting his love like he just wants to be like i I I would say like help me we're always the barriers if there's a barrier because it's not him it's not him it's not him right yeah yeah Yep, it's us um, locking the door from the inside because the beauty of it is that like he will pursue you and constantly knock on the door but he'll never like break it down and force himself in to a yeah. degree, right? Yeah. Like he's not he's not going to break into your house. Like it is your choice yeah. whether you invite him in or not, right? Like he'll show up in major ways and maybe show up at your like window with a boom box and like throw like rocks at your yeah. window or not something. Break, it would never break the window. No, exactly, but right? Not, but it's like loving. it's that interesting balance of he pursues us, like he does not give up on us, but it is ultimately our decision whether we let him in or not yeah right yeah yeah in the same way in like our real like whether I have friends over or not like that's my decision whether I open the door when someone rings the doorbell that's my decision yeah yeah thanks for opening the door you're welcome you're very welcome um (laughs) yeah and I think like allowing the lord to have full reign in your house I I keep saying your house I'm like I 
we yes. obviously know metaphorically yes. we're saying the house yep. of your heart the home yep. of your heart um and allowing him to make changes when necessary yeah. and i think sometimes we know that the lord wants what's best for us whether yeah. that's emotionally spiritually physically all of the above but i think sometimes the reason why we're hesitant to let him in is because we know that things will change yeah because so true because he's going to yeah you know and like that's his nature he wants us yeah. to be the best versions of ourselves and i think sometimes we can be hesitant because we're like uh but i just i just feel lazy i yeah. feel unmotivated i just feel like i can't yeah. sometimes that's maybe where we're stuck like or i'm really comfortable in my house right now yeah. and so i'm afraid of discomfort yeah 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 so totally it's it's just yeah, knowing, but also recognizing that if you allow him to make those changes in the home of your heart, yeah. that they will be for the best yeah. and they will be beneficial for you and literally probably everyone else that you come yeah. in contact with. Yep. Um, 100%. And just learning to be comfortable with him. I think that's a huge part of, of walking with the Lord. Yeah. So recognizing that he is on your side. He is fighting for your, for your team, you yep, know, totally. like he, he's just a good He's just a good God who yeah. loves you and cares for you. And he just wants to be a part of your life. Yeah. That's really it. Yep. And I just thought of this right now. The hope that we have that whether you grew up in a good home or not, whether right now you are struggling with the idea of home, maybe you're yeah, a young adult who still lives with your parents and you're struggling with that. We've all been there kind of thing. But the beauty of the fact that Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you like he mm -hmm. is now preparing the perfect home for us where we will be with him forever and it will like there will be no crying there will be no pain there'll be no yeah discomfort like it'll yeah. be it'll be the perfect home that has so many rooms room enough for everyone who accepts him yeah and i think that needs to be our mindset because in life you will go through seasons yeah. where you have a good physical home life yeah. and a good spiritual home life. Yeah. And you will go through seasons where you have a poor spiritual home life yeah. or a poor, poor physical home yeah. life or whatever that looks like. But knowing that that is something yeah. that we can always look forward to is yeah. extremely lovely. Yeah. The hope Benef we have. Like every, uh, yeah. Yeah. It just brings purpose. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So good. Yeah. I liked that. That was, I'll be honest, at first, not not even when you first brought it up, I was like, oh, this is a great idea. And then sometimes it's like, uh, like I hate cheesy metaphors. Yeah. Which is funny because we talk about metaphors and I love metaphors, but my friend Sharon and I joke about like cheesy metaphors sometimes. And it's like, oh my God. I'll have to do and a whole episode of just cheesy yeah, metaphors. And sometimes I'm like, it's like, oh, Jesus, like you're home. But like when we actually dug deep into like all of the things that we think of in home, like I just, it does, it works really well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you, Lord. Good. Yeah. Very good. Well, after seeing him. <laughs> oh my that's choked. the first that's the first time we've had that just after seeing him that's what we're yeah. gonna leave it at today uh, we pray that you go and, and make, make him, him known, known. <laughs>